You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Brian, it is uh, now time to dive into this Arizona Cardinals offense. Uh, it was a, we did the defense yesterday. I know, I know we were chit-chatting a little bit, trying to preview the offense some. Uh, <clears throat> my, my first question for you as we dive into this, uh, Cardinals team, or, or my first thought, and you can react to it. I, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm over in. Josh Dobbs is not bad. I, I, you know what? And I'm not trying to blow smoke up people's butts right now. No, I. I but, but, but 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 what you just said, it it's it's actually it's true. And and I'll say this in a way. They were talking about having Colt McCoy as the backup quarterback here, you know, or be the starter at Arizona. Yeah. They made a trade for Josh Dobbs. I am okay with the way that Josh Dobbs is playing right now. I mean, made, I you, know you, this. I, I, I Seriously, I am not blowing smoke. Yeah. This team is not tanking. Everybody thought, oh, they're tanking. They're Okay, Dallas is clearly better than the Arizona Cardinals. They, they just are. Yeah. But if you, if you look at what has happened to Arizona in these first couple of games, they don't know how to finish. They don't know how to finish the game. That's a big problem for them right now. And maybe maybe that's what Josh Dobbs is. He's a guy that's kind of gets you there, gets you there, gets you there, and then at the end he spits the bit. But, I, I mean, that was a historic collapse. You know, I think the Giants, that was the biggest deficit that they'd ever come back from. 21 points, I think, yep. is what it was. And that happened since 1934. And the Giants have been around since 1925. I mean, yeah. this is a long time ago. It was a historic collapse. The Cardinals don't know how to finish, but no. Josh Dobbs is Josh Dobbs is not a liability. If you kind of thought that Josh Dobbs was going to go out there and fumble fart around and turn the ball over, yeah, I mean, he'll throw you the ball. And you, and one of the things that Dallas's defense has to be ready for is when he throws you the ball, you catch it. And that's the one thing the Cowboys can do. They can find ways to turn you over. Josh Dobbs will throw you the ball occasionally. But, I mean, you're watching the Giants game. They're not finishing. They're not intercepting the ball. So you have to take advantage of that when you get a chance to to uh, to play against Josh Dobbs. Yeah, and look, here's the thing about Dobbs. You watch the game against the Giants, commanders and Giants. I thought he was solid. Yeah. Giants game specifically. He was better against the Giants than he was. He, he was. The, the commanders. There's, and the Commanders are a better defense. Commanders are a much better defense yeah. than the Giants. And we might have 
we might have oversold the Giants a little bit of how they're playing. I don't know what the score is right now in their game. 3-3. Three, three. It's 3-3 okay. three, three right now. Crazy. 49ers the, and Giants as we're sitting there. There you go. Playing down to the level of somebody you should probably beat. You know, but but here's, here's the interesting thing watching Dobbs against the Giants. There were three or four throws in the first half of that game where it's like, that it's not just oh that was nice like they're really good throws yeah, yeah he hit he hit one to the sideline dropped it over the safety he had another where he was rolling out to his right and threw right. a strike to a guy like outside the reach of the safety he makes some good throws and he'll threaten you with his legs now everything is 20 yards and in that's everything is going to be short but this is a guy who he's not half field reads either this is a guy working the entire side the entire width of the field he's taking advantage of i believe right. he has 21 attempts to the left third of the field 20 to the middle third and 20 to the right third he yeah. is completely distributing the ball all over so he's somebody who he's going to play the whole field he's not going to necessarily challenge you really deep um, I, I think he's got three passes over 20 air yards on the season yeah but he'll he'll work comfortably if the the biggest threat to the Cowboys and I I don't think it's the Cowboys I know some people feel like we've oversold some opponents I, sure. I don't mean to do that we're just trying to give you an awareness of what could happen I still think the Cowboys win this game comfortably they covered the spread they win by a lot I think but if we're talking about the Cowboys struggling on Monday if we're coming out of this and saying hey the Cowboys had trouble putting them away I think yeah. one of the things we'll be talking about is Dobbs and the read option, and we'll yep. be talking about Dobbs effectively working in the ten to twenty yard range, finding some spots. Yeah, uh, I, I think you're absolutely right. The thing about Dobbs to me, and you know, at least Dan Quinn has a game plan against him that he's used, and it was in Tennessee towards the end of the year last year. You know, Dobbs made the start. Uh, week 16 and week 17, you know, when the they were tr- Tennessee was trying to get into the playoffs, they had to go win at Jacksonville and they couldn't get it done. But the thing about Dobbs, and I, these are just some of the notes, Bobby, that I had. I thought he could be a little hit and miss in the way he plays. The ball, like you said, comes off his hand really well. And he can make all the throws. There's no question about that. Where he'll struggle is, I think there's two areas. I think he'll at times he will stare at his intended receiver or the target. Yep. And when he doesn't set his feet, he's not as accurate. There'll be times where he's trying to throw a screen or he's trying to throw and he's kind of jumping up in the air and he's throwing and all and it the ball's just not as accurate. It's when he could drop back and set. Now, there's they're in the shotgun 64% of the time, underneath center 36% of the time. You know, personnel groups to me, their 12 personnel group is better than their 11 personnel group. But they don't get in that 12 personnel group a whole bunch. Like if you look at the metrics, it's only around 19% of the time. You know, the other, like the 62% of the time, they're in 11 personnel. So, but they're, you know, one, they're averaging seven yards of play. And the other, they're averaging about four and a half. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised, especially with the way that the Cowboys play. And we said this a little bit about the, uh, the Jets last week. You know, they're getting 12 personnel, trying to space you out, helping blocking on all those things. You know, I, I I feel like that their 12 personnel stuff is better. When you watch how the offense operates, especially the running. Yeah, yeah. See, the thing, and, and, and Bobby, this is a big concern for me about, you mentioned this about McBride and Ertz. I don't know if you noticed it or not, but 
the way that they run their scheme, okay, the running plays are pin and pulls where you block down and you pull guys and all that. There's a lot of movement with this offense, a lot of motion, a lot of this, a lot of that. They try and mess with your eyes a bunch. The thing I saw from Trey McBride, and, and I think he's a little bit of a kind of a dirtbag player, and I mean that in respect. I don't <laughs> yeah. mean that as a – he's a, but but he's an a echo-of-the-whistle kind of guy. Blue he, collar. But he's, yeah, but the thing that worries me is – and I saw this a couple of times and it bothered me. They run a ball going to right. He's the right tight end, and they run it to the right – but to clean up the backside, they bring him across the formation as the ball's going, right? So all of a sudden, ball running away, you have Micah Parsons on that backside. Running. That's him. Running. McBride cuts those guys box, every yeah. single time. Yep. And you could cut in the tackle box area. And I worry that a little bit about Micah Parsons, that Micah has such an intensity of getting to the football that all of a sudden he's screaming down the line, and then all of a sudden here's Trey McBride, just no sense of really honor, but just cuts Micah Parsons or dives into his legs, you know, right there. You know, and, and you're kind of thinking, and I hope that doesn't happen, but every time they ran the ball and they brought a guy back to block, it was McBride and he was cutting a guy. Yeah. So I hope Micah Parsons, Dan Quinn, I, I think they probably see this, but – be careful, Mike, in this game with that. You know, if you all of a sudden you're on the open side or the where there's no tight end and you come screaming from the backside to try and chase the ball down, be alert of a guy coming across and trying to cut you. Because I think they're going to have to do things in this game uh, to slow Micah Parsons down, whether it's cut him. Uh, almost like, and I said this when I was on Cowboys break today, you know, they asked, how do you, how do you slow Micah Parsons down? We saw Philadelphia do it with the read option stuff. Which, yep. actually, Arizona's not bad at. Some of their better plays yeah. come off the read option stuff that they do. No, and Dobbs Dobbs does a great job he does. selling the fake. He does, he does a great job selling he when does. he's got it. or he's hand, he, he, There's yeah. several times the defense is just, they don't even know who has the ball. So, with all that being said, I could see the way that they handled Micah Parsons is a, like, we, like the Cowboys when Terrence Steele made his first start against the Los Angeles Chargers. And remember, he was playing against Joey Bosa, right? Yeah. And yep. so Bosa, what did they do? It wasn't Terrence Steele one-on-one the whole time. It was it was Steele. It was motion, block, motion, double, crack. You know, there was yeah. – I think Parsons is going to see the same thing. And that's what the Arizona Cardinals are actually pretty good at. When I say pin and pull – I'm talking about down block, down block, pull a guy to the edge. You know, kind of get everybody kind of muddled up in there. They don't want to take you. I think the weakness of their line is inside at the two guards. The center's a good player. The center's a good player. The two tackles are good players. But the the guards are a little bit, you know, and that's and that's Will Hernandez and Elijah Wilkerson. And so I kind of feel like, though, if the Cowboys can take advantage of those inside of those guards, that's where they're really going to – I think they're going to make some hay. The, yeah, but the, could, the tackle spots are those, – those guys, those young guys are actually pretty good out there. 
Par- yeah, Paris Johnson's not been bad. Uh, no. and, and, you know, DJ Humphreys is, is a decent tackle as well. And look, I think these tackles pass protect better than the Jets do. No question. I, I think, no I, question. I, I, think, I think they're more stable there. I do think there's an ability to take advantage. That's one of the things I had in my notes here was that, uh, you know, I said they don't have world beaters on the offensive line, better in pass protection than the Jets, especially at the tackles. The interior yeah. is where you could see more movement from the Cowboys, that there's right. some, there, there's an ability to, to to penetrate, I think, a little bit there. So maybe you get some twists and stunts. You play some yeah. different things. Well, see, this is where Will Hernandez and Wilkerson are. They're grabbers. They're like tacklers. If I'm interested to see who the um, uh, the referee, the official is for this game. Because I want to see where offensive holding is on their list of priorities of how they call it. Because to me, the way that Osa and these guys are playing, uh, you know, getting up the field, that Hernandez, Wilkerson, we could draw some holding calls here. You know, we being the Cowboys can draw some holding calls with the way that they get into these guys' bodies, you know, and, and make some things happen. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and look, this is a very penalized team. It is number one in the NFL in penalty yards, and that's across the board, offensive and defensive. They've been flagged for 11 different types of penalties this year. That's the most in the NFL. So this is definitely a group that will draw the laundry on you. You mentioned the, the tight ends earlier. I will point out um, Zach Ertz has 18 targets this year. That's yeah. nine a game. Just like any generally inexperienced quarterback, they find comfort in the tight end dump off. Well, yeah, that that's to be expected. Zachert's six and a half yards per reception this year, so it's, See, it's not this, a lot of pushing it down. No, no, and this is this is where this is very reminiscent of the older Jason Witten at the end that yeah, I Raiders that I saw. Jason Witten. Yeah, this is the Witten that I saw where with Ertz, he's not as quick, he's not as elusive as he once was. But he still will make receptions. And still work. And still, yeah. He's he's savvy. He has a feel for route running. Like, he'll push off. He'll lean. He'll move. You know, he'll move somebody off, you know, the way his body. But you throw him the ball wide where he has to extend or lay out or something like that. He just can't bend like he once did, you yeah. know? So, it's very reminiscent of what Jason Witten was, uh, you know, not way back in the day, but towards the latter part of his career. Yeah, absolutely. The the you know comeback, Jason Witten. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that's what. Now, did, did you like the receivers that much? No. See, I like I, I like I like I like Rondell Moore. I think I think Moore see is that's the, yeah, yeah Rondell Moore. I think Marquise Brown is kind of the highlighter of the group because of the explosiveness and stuff and the, the route running. I think that aids him in that. Rondell Moore's the guy that worries me a little bit. And here's the Rondell old, Moore's the best. Rondell Moore's the best. None of them. None of them I'll say this. I am I was more worried about Darren Waller with the Giants and right. and and I was more worried about Garrett Wilson with the Jets than any of the pass catchers from the Cardinals. Yeah, I I, I will say this about Rondo Moore. 
the Cardinals want to get him involved in the passing game or in the game yep. plan, put it that way, because they line him up all over the formation. He's out wide. He's in the slot. He's in the backfield. He's always on the move. It's big, that orbit motion. You know, you start across orbit all the way back yep. around. You have to be ready for him running the wheel route out of the backfield. You have to be ready for the screen that he's going to get. You know, he's a little guy. He's a little guy. He's explosive. If you know anything about his history out of Purdue, he single-handedly took down the Ohio State Buckeyes in the game one time. Or just five with, seven, five yeah. seven with a forty-two and a half inch vertical. It, 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 just a nice little player. But he, Dan Quinn, has got to know where he is on the field because yep. he's going to do a lot of different things, a lot of different movement, and you know you can't let him. Uh, you just can't let him have space and get in the open field. He gets the ball, get bodies to him, get him on the ground. Yeah, and and last little aspect of the Cardinals offense here that we haven't talked about yet, and it's probably the the most dangerous element, at least for what the Cowboys are going to be defending on Sunday. And that's we all remember Joseph Randall, meat on the bone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That that was his line. Uh, this running back for the Cardinals, James yeah. Conner, he doesn't leave meat on the bone. No, that guy that yeah. guy gets every single bit of available yardage. He is a bowling ball. He looks giant back there. Yeah. And yet he's got nimble feet. He's got good vision. It'll, it'll surprise you a little bit just how, like, you know, nifty he moves for a guy his size. That's somebody that if he's able to get ahead of steam, if the Cowboys have trouble bringing him down, to me, they've there can't be missed tackles with James. No. Conner. They need, to, they need no. to get him to the ground. No. First tackle. And that that is the biggest threat, I think, is the read option. Connor gashing you. Dobbs able to then comfortably pick apart some stuff in the 10 to 20 yard range. That's the way the Cardinals challenge the Cowboys. No, I think you're absolutely right. There, there are some complete back traits to Connor. When you watch him, he catches the ball on screens. He'll run in the flat. He'll catch the ball. He's tough. He's not afraid. He like when he, when defenders uh, like, and they come rushing, he's in pass protection. He's not afraid to stick his nose in there. He'll stick a shoulder. He'll chip you. There's just, I mean, the, the one thing you see about him running the ball, he'll run it inside, but he'll bounce it outside, though, too. Like, nothing, he'll kind of probe and nothing's in there, and then boom, yep. ball's on the outside. Giants did a poor job of tackling him. Commanders did a much better job of getting bodies to the line of scrimmage and not allowing him to get that head of steam going you were talking about. Yeah, you, if, you get the, if he gets the head of steam going, that's when the Cowboys might have some trouble with this prediction time for this game brian i uh i i like i said there are ways that the cardinals uh, you know and in any given sunday league the way the cardinals win this game for me on both sides of the ball is offensively james connor punishes the run defense yeah. dobbs works in that space on defense cardinals disrupt the timing of the routes with press coverage linebackers disguise are able to drop into coverage make things difficult on dak post snap defensive line is able to get some pressure from the edge rushers that that's the way the Cardinals can make this game close what I think actually happens is Dallas takes advantage of a bad secondary they stress the communication issues between the corners and the safeties you get some busted coverages there on defense Cowboys take away some of Dobbs's security throws make him beat him downfield they contain the edges take advantage of that leaky interior offensive line four stops backwards don't let him get outside don't let him roll out if he rolls out 
that's when he can cause some problems for you as well. Just force him back, make him keep backpedaling, and then bring Connor down the first time. I think that's more of what happens in this game. I got Cowboys in a blowout in this one, Brian. Uh, Dallas, 38-14. Wow, you went heavy. I did. 38-14? This is a bad Cardinals team. They fight, but, man, this is. I think this is a bad matchup for the Cardinals. I think there's a lot of things going on that I worry about. This team's the third best in the league when it comes to sacking the passer. If there's mm-hmm. no Biotish in this game, that could be a factor, as we talked about early. Um, I've got this actually much closer, but I've got it I've got it 28-20 Cowboys is what I've got. I, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think Arizona traditionally has been a house of horrors for the Cowboys. Dak Prescott won there in 2017. But prior to that, whether it was – that, uh, was it State Farm Stadium? What do they call it now? I don't even know what they call it anymore. I don't even know what it's called but, anymore. But it's uh, the place in Glendale is where they call it. But there's there's where they've played, that place has been tough. Uh, it didn't matter. Sundell, Sun Devil Stadium was tough for on the Cowboys. I just don't ever think it's easy playing these guys. I just don't. I don't think they're a team that's quit, or I don't think they're tanking. I think there is some fight. I don't think they know how to finish – I think they might make one or two plays on you, and especially if the running game gets going or they throw a screen pass or something to kind of get some things going. But yeah. I, I think it's going to be a, you know, a game where Dallas is going to have to fight, and they might hold the lead the whole game, but it, I think it's going to be a little bit closer. Like I said, I hope you're right, uh, but I'm saying Dallas again 28-20. to 20. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.